Welcome back, fuckers. <laughs> Off the rails, all up in your area. I got my man DJ with me. My name's Case. So come with us down the podcast rabbit hole and we'll see where this shit goes. Right off the rip, I heard, I heard it something a minute ago. Um, uh, John Barcher, he's uh, part of the, used to be Bleeding Green, but they split up. Uh, 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 John Barcher and, uh, uh, I can't think of his name. He's my Benjamin Solak? No, no, they're, uh, they're actually, they are Bleeding Green. Uh, Benjamin Solak and Michael Kiss, they are Bleeding Green. But um, uh, Brandon Lee Gowton was like the head of Bleeding Green. He used to do it just uh, last year with uh, the Super Bowl run. They were all a group. James Elter, that's what I he, – he's John Ritchie's uh, producer on WIP, but then he also yeah. does the, – the, they were all Bleeding Green, and they split up. Uh, and But anyway, they were on the Go Birds podcast a minute ago, and they were saying that Howie uh, Roseman – who I, I'm, I'm liking what he's been doing, but they were like, he is the best in the business right now, without a single doubt. Um, they were like, the only guy, maybe Belichick, they were like, because he is also a GM, not just a coach. Um, but all you got there is titles. I don't think they draft particularly well. Yeah, they, I think they got the luxury of having Tom Brady, you know what I mean? And then uh, they, they went so far that they went outside of football. They were like, can you think of five GMs in sports better than Howie Roseman? Yeah, I don't know who this, uh, the GM for the Golden State Warriors are, but okay, that guy's probably I'm going to say they're killing it. Um, They didn't mention Dorsey. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a minute. Like, dude, you can make an argument that Dorsey has already drafted two quarterbacks better than Wentz. Let alone Kareem Hunt, let alone Tyreek Hill, all them killers. Kelsey. And then you, you know, Callaway looks like he's going to be a stud if he can keep his nose clean. Yeah. Like, like just looking at that kid on the field, like, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, Nick Kelsey, Chubb. Nick Chubb. Like, what? Like, are they just overhyped right now? Because I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you one thing I do know how he does better because how he's one of the best at, and that's the cap. He's excellent at the cap. He just made $46 million disappear on us this year. Now, I know that didn't disappear. That money's going to yeah, get paid he, out. But he moved numbers around and yeah, yeah. freed up $46 million. Which and, was a concern for you guys yeah, going we into the offseason. We were over the cap. It yeah. wasn't even like we were We were over the cap, and we just freed up $46 mil. Like, they're saying we could sign Wentz before week one now to his, his it, deal, you know. And they're saying people are leaning toward it getting done. Because they said, if, you know, he does really he well. He bowls, bowls uh-huh. out. and then Like he did the Super Bowl year. Yeah. We might be looking at having to give him the biggest contract ever or something like that. Or at least to uh, Mahomes and Baker. They're talking about Russell Wilson getting it. Yeah. He, he's he's up. They're saying that he might yeah. be the highest paid. Yeah, because that's month. not been their heart. That's not been their problem. Well, how many years in a row now? Well, I just want to say good. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Keep them out of contention for me. Pay him everything. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. It's either Chris Ballard or Ryan Ballard. The GM for the Colts is fucking nasty too, man. Yeah. They had no cap. Mm-hmm. They were destroyed. He somehow got them an offensive line. Yeah, I know, which has been the, <laughs> the whole Andrew problem. Luck don't even know how to play football right now. He's got <laughs> he's got he gets blocking. He don't it's never so happened. I got to say him. that dude did a good job. I know the Bears GM, uh, Ryan Pace. I think mm-hmm. it is Chris Ballard cuz it's Ryan Pace is the GM for the the Bears. He's done a stellar job as well getting them from nothing to something. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So. Mhm. Yeah, there's a couple in there. I mean, I think that's just fans in general. They get hyperbole. They want to be the best. 
because I'm not going to sit here and bang the table and say Dorsey's the best. I got to see about two or three years of this and see if we are able to hold on to these assets that he's bringing in yeah. this influx of talent. He is one of the best talent evaluators I've ever That's seen. That's what football. I was getting at, though. Well, you know, here's one thing that Howie's not is a great talent evaluator. He had to hire Joe Douglas to be to be that for him. Yeah. But he's stellar at the cap, and he makes he's made a lot of great decisions on getting us compensation picks. Um, like for some reason, they said like uh, the reason we got we traded for uh, Jordan Howard. And uh, they, we would have probably rather had uh, uh, Coleman, the running back. Uh, Tevin Coleman from Tevin Atlanta. Coleman. But they said if we've signed him to like a one-year deal, that's it. You don't get – but if we sign Jordan Howard uh, or uh, we trade for Jordan Howard, his contract runs out and we don't re-sign him next year. We get the compensation pick. He's been really good at that. I guess we got 20 picks coming up in the next two years, But um, which I, I like all that. But I look at his draft uh, – his drafts. What are you going to do with those picks? Yeah, he's yeah. had some shitty ones. Now, if Joe Douglas is still around, great, man. I, I yeah, but that's good. also a problem when you do good is you end up losing the people like Joe Douglas. Yes. That's a good mark of a good GM, though, is being able to delegate guys who are proficient at their jobs. So you got a talent guy. You don't need to be him be the talent guy if he's got a guy. Mm-hmm. But how long can you keep that guy yeah. and keep that structure together? It just depends on what Joe Douglas is like because he's never been a GM yet. He's always been somebody else's talent guy. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's going to be groomed to be a GM, though. Well, he's this is stop number three for him at this same job. He was Ozzie Newsom's for a while, and then he went to the Bears, and he's the one that drafted Jordan Howard and uh, – did Alshon's contract uh, like he he's dealt with? That's why we get like Baltimore guys like Lohinata and and Chicago guys because those are the two places he he was. He went from uh, Baltimore to Chicago to Philly, and he's been the same thing at all three places. Step down from the GM, you know. Yep. So, but yeah, we've made some good drafts with him, but still nothing like Dorsey. Yeah, the GM position is different though than a coaching position, even because say if you're a GM and you hire a coach. And that coach doesn't work out. You'll forget to fire that coach and hire your next coach. You usually get at least two coaches as a GM. So the GM jobs don't come as open as, mm-hmm. as soon as head coaching jobs. And there's only 32. Yeah. Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? So he's probably being groomed. I mean, if this is his third stop as like the vice president, basically uh, of, yep. of the that's GM, exactly you know what, what I mean? He's so VP of football operations. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what he's probably being groomed for. So I, I hope not. I want him to stick yeah, around. Yeah. But still, what Dorsey has done in the short amount of time, man, like, <laughs> like he rebuilt the Browns. Dude, I had but, a I had a funny ass interaction with an Eagles fan this week because they announced that um that Duke Johnson requested a, a trade finally. Like it's been bring a, him on a, the field. Well, that's Even you're one of you're, you're one of the teams. Yeah, because he's the perfect compliment to someone mm-hmm. like Jordan Howard. But those like the Lions, the uh, Eagles, and the Texans, I think were the three teams that were initially named or whatever. So like I'm on like shit, get us a strong safety. I was like, I'll give the Eagles a Duke Johnson and a fourth for Malcolm. And then the the Eagle fans are hilarious. The dude's like, We just got Jordan Howard for a six. We'll give you a fucking seventh and twenty twenty eight. I was like, careful now, you're fucking with Dorsey. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a pipe dream. We need a strong safety, though. We actually cut our backup. We got rid of Jabril. So I'm thinking Derek Kindred, who's mm-hmm. he's been a player for us, but Jabril kind of took over that spot. So I was thinking they cut him too. So we got z- nothing. We Man. traded. Um, we did trade Emmanuel Ogba to Kansas City for their strong safety from last year, Eric Murray. I don't know much about him. 
I know that this, the Chiefs defense is kind of butt cheeks. Yes, that's especially what, the secondary. That's that what, was the big knock on them. That's what I knew. They had a couple so I'm like, of like, I still think now we, now we don't have a pick to 49 as of today. I don't. We have so many picks in the later rounds. I don't put it past Dorsey to try to move up somewhere. Yeah. But we need a fucking safety. Surprises. And we me. need a linebacker. It surprises me you didn't go after Sendejo because he's now our third, but he's like the starting back. caliber. He's yeah. a starting caliber yeah, yeah. strong so, safety. And he's an in-the-box safety, which is what you're wanting right now. Uh, that's surprising, but hey, I'm not going to question Dorsey. He's proof he knows. Yeah, so. I, and, I, that whole in Dorsey we trust, I have to. But right now there is some unknowns. We need a linebacker and we need a strong safety. Like, fucking need it. Those are the own positions of need. Everything else, we already have people in place. Yeah. Now, they might have to get replaced over the year, you know, depending on how they play because they're unknown factors. But as far as, like, on paper, we need a linebacker. We got rid of Collins. We really haven't addressed that yet. And Collins is pretty good. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Everybody gives him shit because he paid him so much money. Uh-huh. But he was still a solid player. I mean, he he, he could make plays, you know what I mean? But then they're like, oh, he doesn't run the same all the time. His motor isn't high. I get it. He also played every single snap this year. That'll wear your mm-hmm. ass out. Yes, it will. That'll wear your ass out, dude. So, And he's – I know he's only 28, but that's the oldest player on our defense. Yeah, you that's know what amazing, I mean? dude. So I get it. I get what the fuck – why he's tired. But, yeah, then – uh, so we need a safety. And I'm looking at the draft, and the only safety I really liked when I was watching, like, the senior bowl and stuff was that Nelson Adderley cat out of Delaware. But he's more of a free safety. Yeah. You know? I mean, we need a strong safety. And hopefully we hopefully we still got to sign Demarius Randall. That hadn't happened yet. The good thing is, though, strong safeties are easier to find than free. That's the reason I wasn't that mad at getting rid of Jabril. It's like we lost an in-the-box safety. That's replaceable. Yeah. It's more replaceable than a free safety. Yeah, it is. A good one anyway. And I a mean, free safety is more replaceable than a cornerback. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's a pecking order. You know, yep. that's how those dudes get paid. Cornerback gets paid the most in the secondary. Free safety's next. And strong safety's last because it is what it is. Did Eric Berry ever get signed? No, but the dude's played three games in two seasons. Yeah, so. That worries the shit out of me. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, all the ability's there, but availability, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. You think, you know, you, I mean, shouldn't he have been wanting to get on the field last year? Yeah. Team's doing so amazing. You want to be a part of that. Yeah. If he could have been on the field, I'm sure he would have Yeah, been. they were 13-3 and three last year. I mean, that's got to be one of Kansas City's best seasons, probably since Marty, right? With Joe Even Montana. then, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he ever did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, 13-3. I know yeah. Andy's had a couple 12-4s and fours for Kansas City, but 13-3, and three, those are rare seasons and I again I believe they were 13 and 3 because they sat people at the end of the year so it could have been like a 15 and 1 or a 14, 14 and 2 dominant yeah absolutely they dominant. were great last year man they, they really were but um yeah you would think Eric Berry I, I forgot about him I thought he was done playing football till I heard he got interviewed with the Cowboys I'm like oh that guy's still around and he got cancer he, once and beat it yeah Exactly. He was even higher touted that year than Earl Thomas was uh, coming out. Uh, yeah, come out of Tennessee. Like, I knew yeah, about him, and I didn't watch any Tennessee football. I knew Eric yeah, Barry was. Yeah, and if he would have been, uh, like, say, a, a, a player that he was projected to be, like, he was supposed to be an all-pro, multiple Pro Bowl-type guy, projection You're looking at an Ed Reed-type player. Yeah, man. According to projections. Yeah. And he had some seasons that were like that, but. A career like that's hard to do. It man. is. It is. And dude got lymphoma and beat it. Yeah. I mean, I got to give it up for that for That by itself. I mean, people have the fortitude to go into something like that and then let alone come back and play yeah. the next year. Like, that's scary, man. You go from fighting for your life, let, you know, let alone your career. You're fighting for your life at that point. Yeah. You know? And then he comes back from that. That is awesome. Uh, it's just, you know, it does suck that he's always hurt, you know, because he should have been a great player. 
And he's getting up there now. Like I was talking about Earl Thomas, you know, uh, like that was my knock. That was my, my uh, rebuttal to Cowboys and James, uh, like Timmy wanting Earl Thomas and James saying, oh, you better hope they didn't get Earl Thomas. I'm like, dude, he's 29. Like, and his game is covering distance. So if you do have much, you got him two years? Yeah, I got to deal with him for a few years, man. It, the bulk of his career is over with, man. Yeah. And the peak, he might still be peaking, but he, the, it's not going to get any higher than it is right now. In fact, I think he's probably already at least starting to creep down, you know, because uh, he doesn't have that squad around him either. Like, that's another thing. Like, he was one of fantastic DBs. Yeah, I don't know who their GM was at that point in time, but – DB Central, wasn't Ooh, it? a lot of shit. Pass rushers, linebackers, they got all kinds of young dudes that – but their DBs were like famous. Yeah, that, that was uh, well. That, that's why that's the reason they got the name they did. Yeah. But look at that whole defense that was Cliff loaded. Averill was nasty. Bobby Wagner still nasty. Uh, but they got they got good. They got guys. KJ Wright uh-huh. was on that team. And uh, uh, Chris Clemens, uh, like an old guy that had been around on a bunch of teams. They got like really good play out of him for the, that Super Bowl year. You know, things like that. You know, uh, it happens every once in a while. Sometimes you get a vet. And he puts together like an all-pro season one time. It's like like Jason Babin did it for us one time. He never did that shit in Tennessee. And uh, came to Philly and kicked ass for one season and never did it again. But it happens, you know. Um, it's, just, it's weird when it does happen because it catches you off guard, doesn't it? When a, when a, uh, yeah, well, sometimes when you make a signing, you're like, oh, we, you're, he's a decent player, but you know you're not getting his best. He just, he's not, you know, like when you got Aloe Nanta, you know, it's like, oh, he, he's serviceable, but he's not the guy that he was four years ago. Yeah. The guy he had, the guy who was four years ago was all world. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have been the best at his position, you know. And then it didn't take much. You lose a little bit in this game, man, and the game will pass you by. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about, it's all about getting guys for their prime. That's, that's what mm-hmm. it is. That's the reason I want Demarius Randall signed. Sign him for three or four years. We'll get his prime. Yeah. Then we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. After that, you figure it out. Like you said, you know, uh, get getting somebody's prime is uh, it's a win, is what that is. You know, um, sometimes if they, if the the great greats are the guys you have them their entire career. That's so rare. Oh, it is. It is so rare. I mean, our our none. Of, I mean, outside of Bednarik, that's the only guy ever. Not even Reggie White finished his career as an Eagle. You know. It happened to us all the time back in the day when Paul Brown was running shit. But as far as like since the last Joe Thomas is the only one in my lifetime. I watched Bernie leave. I watched I watched Clay Matthews leave. I watched a lot of people finish their career somewhere else. Yeah. Joe's the only one I can tell you from start to finish. Yeah, that's amazing, man, because Joe is a Hall of Famer. So yeah. to get a guy to have him the, the problem And waste all the years <laughs> with one of the best left tackles ever to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, that sucks. Well, people are all over like the Brown, Browns fans, man. Gotta love their passion, but sometimes it's just misdirected. They're, Absolutely, they're bitching right now, like, man, I wish Joe Thomas and Joe Hayden were here for this. Okay, well, we're gonna play Joe Hayden this year for the Steelers, and there he's talking shit right now. He's talking about him and uh, Stephen Nelson can't wait to play Odell. Okay, you oh, I hope he eats those you, words. You ain't Joe Hayden from fucking two thousand and. 12. And when you were, right. I watched Jeremy Macklin beat you for a fucking t- touchdown in the corner, bud. You yeah. aren't, you ain't. You ain't covering it. <laughs> yeah. OBJ. We saw it with our own two eyes. We yeah. were there. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, but everybody, you know, I wish Joe Thomas would have got to win. Yeah, Joe Thomas, because he's uh, a Browns backer. He, yeah. He's, he, you he, know. Goes, he bangs the table for us to this day. Yeah. My fucker is slim. 
I know. That's what John Ritchie said about he it. He is cut up. Well, when we were having problems uh, last year with uh, Peters, you know, going out of games all the time, somebody was like, uh, man, or one of the callers called in and was like, uh, Joe Thomas is out there. And John Ritchie was like, have you seen Joe Thomas lately? Have you have your eyes seen Joe Thomas? He's like, he's unrecognizable. Because <laughs> John Ritchie kind of looks like the same dude. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Blockhead. Giant for, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, uh, who, who, who was it? Was it Michael Irvin, like, sitting opposite to him of uh, Joe Thomas? And we were like, look, Michael Irvin looks bigger than Joe Thomas. And that was week three last, last year, year when, they, when they, we beat the Jets. He was on the desk that night, yeah. which is cool for him. But he's smaller than that now and spelt. Dude, he is rocked up. I bet he is. I bet he is. You know, it's like, you know, you, you see a picture of Mark Schlereth when he was playing. And then see Schlereth. Now, he still looks like a tough dude and strong, but... Uh, or I'll tell you another one, dude. Was that movie? Remember that movie, Benchwarmers? Shitty movie. It sucked. Yeah. Had, like David Spade and them. Um, but it had all these jocks in it. And uh, Terry Crews is sitting next to Bill Romanowski at this this part because they're all they're like the team, the jock team. And dude, Terry Crews is dwarfing Bill Romanowski. Yeah. In, in this in this shot, man. Like Romanowski don't even look like he was a. A football player. He looks like a gym teacher. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a good dude was real good at high school football, and, and w- now he's a gym teacher. You know that guy, dude. He was real good at football and great at steroids. <laughs> yeah. He was all world at steroids. Yeah, Bill Romanowski. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know what Romo looked like when he was and when it, in his prime. He was Jack, man. Especially his guns, man. Like, like, like when he broke and his down. eyes. Yeah, his <laughs> eyes. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Psychopath broke his own tight ends uh, eye socket. What? Yeah, his orbital shattered that shit. Yeah. Ran across from one sideline to the other during practice. Yeah, and attacked that dude because that dude blocked him or something. Something happened yeah, on so. the practice. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even a starter too. Just he had. I don't know, man. Roid rage. rage. It's real. Yeah, and it, hell yeah, it's real. You ever seen Mark Coleman lose to Fedor? Yeah, he punches. The, he's like freaking out backstage. He punches. <laughs> Who's getting in the way of that? Nobody. Just let it handle yeah, itself. Yeah, let him. Let him burn it out. You ever heard Macho Man talk about Roy Rage on no. the Arsenio Hall show? You should no. Google that sometime. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about it, though. He's like, he, I can't do a no justice. I can't even do a Mach impression. But he, he talks about how he's like, anabolic steroids are no good. <laughs> he's like, they made me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made him crazy. Like, he yeah, wasn't already. That is hilarious, man. Yeah, it's on the Arsenio Hall show. He was on there twice. Uh, if you want this version of it, the, the version where he's talking about steroids, it's where he's wearing this outfit that's black and white checkers all over. And he's wearing a black boot and a white boot. And uh, Arsenio says that. He's like, what do you want me to say? I'm not a racist. You know? <laughs> when he's like, will you paint Actually, me into a corner? Like, <laughs> Parson, he was like, nah, man, just talking, just like, you know, talking about your wardrobe. Because the first, and that, this is like cowboy match, you know, when he had the cowboy hat. The first time, Slim Jim match. Yeah, exactly. The first time he was on must have been right after WrestleMania 4. That's the one I saw. Okay, so he's got the bandana on and colorful, yeah. And while he was on there with some hot chick, uh, you know, because he, he kind of hits on her a few times. But, um, yeah, if you Google the second one or YouTube it, that's the one where he talks about you know his battles with steroids and yeah. you know how it did, how it changed him and changed his personality. You know, he had a divorce since then. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Man, what's crazy is like I don't give a fuck about wrestling now, not a single one. Yeah, but I've been watching a lot of old school wrestling stuff. 
So I'm thinking about getting the WWE Network just for a free trial. Yeah. And this week's WrestleMania. So yeah. I'm sure they'll have tons of cool oh, shit on. Oh, dude, they'll have one of them things where they do a whole biography that's, thing on WrestleMania. Yeah, that's why I would like like to get it just for yeah. a week or whatever the whatever the free trial yeah, is. You'll get a month. Cool. Yeah, and the library's great, man. That's the reason I wanted to get it, just because I've been watching like a lot of shoot interviews and yeah. I got on that Rick Rude rabbit hole, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, man, there's so many of those stories of those kind of wrestlers that I admired a lot when I was mm-hmm. younger. That I didn't really, you don't get to know the back. When you're in the 80s, there was no behind the curtain shit. None. It, it, was, None. it was like, they still pretended it was real. Yeah, up until the Hacksaw and uh, Iron Sheet getting busted. Up even until then, that point. Even then, if you ask them, uh, like, like, yeah, it got put out there because they were feuding at the time. So it was like more it was like more proof for the common knowledge. But Vince and them still maintained that it was real. Even after up until they had to go in front of Congress or whatever. Yeah, even then, even then, yeah, he, he did told to them in a court of opinion. But like they still pretended on the show. It was '97. Vince did this promo, and he's like um, basically says it in a. It's like right before Raw. It's when it became sports entertainment. Yeah, he says it. Even he's like, "We're not trying to insult your intelligence. You know what we do is entertainment." Like it's, but it's like a, a a skit, right? But like at the beginning of Raw one night, where he basically says, you know, this is fake, you know, this is pretend, and you know, everybody knows. We we I, I I'll tell you what, I did think it was real when I was a kid, though. I did. And then there, did you ever go through that period where you wasn't quite sure? Like I remember thinking, like I don't know, is it fake or is it? And then I remember just knowing the like the, the I'll tell you what, actually told me for sure like when i knew it was fake it was tv guide tv guide i read it in a tv guide uh tv guide had uh stone cold the rock and like two other famous wrestlers probably like mick foley and the undertaker but i definitely remember austin and the rock being on the cover and uh in that tv guide i was so immersed in the wrestling at that point like i am football now you know that uh, I, I had to go get that TV guide because I had Stone Cold on. I read it, and then it's when it said it was fake. But by that point, I was probably 12, 13. So I was kind of had an idea that it was fake. And I saw UFC, too. Like, I I was already watching UFC and boxing. And I, but I still, I was like, I just cannot believe it's fake still, you know, even at that point. And then when I read it, it was like, I knew it was fake, but I wasn't admitting it to myself because I loved yeah. it so much, you know. And then right around that time, I really like kind of became an MMA fan over uh, wrestling and wrestling became secondary and more and more I just started missing it. And uh, like I, I went like probably years watching every Monday night raw and then I started missing raw. And I don't even like, I can't even remember the time when I just quit watching it just happened organically on its own. And before you know, it's like, damn, I ain't watched wrestling in like two years now. Yeah. You know, it went from when I'm getting trouble that it get, that's what my mom took away from me was no, no raw. You know, you got you got in trouble in school. That that was my punishment. That's yeah. how much it. You know, that's how much it was a big deal to me. I got the magazine subscribed. You know, every first of the month, I remember checking them out. Oh, it's here. You know, I don't even wrestling was already a part of what I was doing when I formed my memory. Yeah, me too. So me like, too. I'm like, I remember the build up for WrestleMania three. I remember, I remember like the first time they were on the talk show together. And like, I remember the whole thing going down. I've been watching probably since WrestleMania after right around one mm-hmm. when it became more mainstream and it was like available to me. And I was always yeah. watching on USA on Saturday morning, superstars and going through all that. And then I, I watched from like first grade to about sixth grade. 
And about sixth grade, man, I all my interests flip. I wasn't playing with toys. Yeah. Kind of, I hate to say it because it's not just for children because there's a lot of grown-ass adults to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was. For me, it was like I around the same time I quit playing with toys and then sports was everything to me. I was deep in the NFL around then. Um, so I didn't watch it. And then I came back about 96, 97. Cause my neighbors always got all the pay-per-views. Yeah. So then I started watching pay-per-views with them, started rooting for certain guys. And it got a lot more adult oriented too at that time. Like the matches got way darker. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the chicks were butt naked almost, you know yeah. I mean? Like sunny and all that. Like it really, and just the evolution of certain guys, because when I quit watching wrestling in like 91, mm-hmm. the Rockers were a tag team. Yeah. I come back in like 96, Shawn Michaels is the fucking man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Marty Gennetti. I didn't want to believe it at first. It's yeah. like, this guy, this guy was just a, no, he's the man. And then yeah. I watch him wrestle, you know, Bret Hart. And then I was like, damn. Yeah. You know, because Bret had already came out of the tag team thing before I quit watching. Yeah. I would say right around 91 is when Bret started to shoot off. Like when he became like, he graduated from that intercontinental. That, there was always these levels, right? You know, and and if, when you got the IC strap, that means you were just below the main eventers, like just below the best guys. And then once you graduated on uh, from the IC, it would it was probably like a insulting to go back. Yeah, go down. back down. Yeah, you don't almost, see almost it. it never happens. Yeah. really, you know. But if it does, you know your career is not doing well. Yep. You know. All right, well, that's the end of this segment. We're going to come right back and hit you with some other random bullshit. Yeah. We didn't know it was going to go there. Just Welcome back off the Raelians. We uh, have uncovered a celebrity like March Madness fighting tournament. It's it's called uh, March Madness Celebrity Fight Edition, but I would rather call it Celebrity Deathmatch. Remember that show? For real, yeah. yeah, yeah. You that a good show? Yeah, they got four regions. What are the four regions, the four DJ? four regions, uh, Grammy, re- the Grammy region, which obviously music, the Hollywood, which are going to be all the, the big actors, uh, TV. Now, TV, it seems to be more of shows, not, not as in shows like Game of Thrones, more like um, TV shows as like a sports shows and uh, like Steve Harvey made the list of shows like Family Feud and, and things like that. Um, but and then the wild card region is uh, basically uh, you got Vladimir Putin. I mean, I don't know. That's a political guy. And then you got Tiger Woods, an athlete. So wild card can just be, I guess, well-known people that aren't on a TV show or uh movies so i'm not sure um but we'll let's break, let's start breaking some of these down all right what region you want to start with well uh, we'll start with the tv region because uh it's uh got one of our guys on there Ariel hawani uh who i do not think is tough by the way he's they got him matched up against jack hagger the wwe guy yeah, jack it? swagger was his name but his real name's jack hagger. yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. when he I, we watched him fight like what a month ago uh on uh, bellator he won, right? Um, and he's old, too. He's like 38. But anyway, he's going up against Hawani. I'll take uh, Jack Swagger in, in that one. Who you got? Oh, he's going to fucking murk. <laughs> Ariel's not like he's not an athlete. He was actually on the national uh, under-18 can- Canadian basketball team. Yeah, I heard he can he's, ball. So he's a decent athlete. And, 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 he's going to get all types of fucked up by Jack Swagger. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, also, Ariel must be a decent athlete because he's confident enough to challenge Benson and very confidently he's like, dude, well, I'll beat you in one-on-one in basketball. And to say that to Benson Henderson, 
who I know, yeah, that just because you're he's going to be able to d up. Well, Ben is a good athlete. It's saying. not like he's saying it to Matt Brown, who's not a great athlete. I'm not sure if Matt Brown would be great at dribbling a basketball, but boy, Ben Henderson sure looks like he would be. I'm yeah. guessing he probably grew up playing a little ball. You know, there are certain guys like I'll tell you one. Rampage was an eye opener for me. Like watching Rampage trying to even Matt to hold a basketball. Force Griffin looked like he could play though. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. All right, who got the next matchup? Um, Colton. And then, like I said, uh, Virgin in parentheses, so whatever that means. Colton the Virgin versus Skip Bayless. I don't know, but I'm going to take the the Virgin, the Colton, you know, because I hate Skip Bayless. I don't know who Colton is, though, and I got to say, Skip works out like a son of a bitch. Absolutely. I'm going to take Skip because I want to see Skip get beat up by Jack Swagger in the next one. Yeah, round. yeah. Good, That's why I'm Good going. call. Yes. I, I changed my pick. I'll take Skip, and we're allowed to do this because this is all make-believe anyway. Yeah. None of these guys are really fighting. Good, good call. All right, on the next one. We got Shannon Sharp versus Steve Harvey. Now, Steve Harvey's a big dude. He's about yes. to get fucked up by Shannon Sharp. And Steve Harvey said he was from the projects. I'm uh, from Cleveland, Jack. Yeah, he, yeah. he was on the uh, Spike Lee uh, original Kings of Comedy. He does a good good part uh, putting himself over. But Shannon Sharp is about six four, six five, ginormous fists. I mean, when he grabbed the football his hands covered it so yeah he was in a he was a super athlete super athlete uh i'm guessing he will take your head plumb off your shoulders uh, you know yeah, yeah that's an easy one yeah what, what we got next uh here's a good one well not a good one but a, a guy that probably can fight a little bit bear grills versus gordon ramsey two british fellas yeah i'm going i'm going bear grills me too I'm going bear grills bear grills squeezed uh fluid out of elephant shit and drank it yeah he'll go places yeah he will. he'll go places you won't yeah i like it yeah all right let's go to the next is that the last is that the last of that region no no we got a whole nother bracket now we got Shaq versus pierce morgan please i don't even know no, who pierce morgan is he's but, that british uh political uh uh yeah he, he like went on he's that guy that is Shaq the two seed sounds like Shaq's the two oh, seed yeah i mean he could be the one I mean, who are you saying the one? Shannon? No, Jack Hager, the guy who oh, actually fights gets, people. Who actually does fight and gets paid to fist fight people. Yeah, yeah I'll go with him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll choke Shaq out. Yeah. But I've seen Shaq throw a punch and it's terrible. It is. But if it connects, it might kill you because he's a seven exactly. foot one, 350 pound Look, human. Piers he Morgan, might be 400 pounds now. Piers Morgan is, like, if I was going to compare him to somebody, I don't even know. He's a political commentator and he's an old man, dude. Like, uh, I've seen him get into it with Jim Jeffries one time. He, and him and Darren Till have been getting into it. Piers Morgan? Yeah. And Darren Till? Yeah, like verbally on Twitter, yeah. the whole thing. And he, he after he after Till got knocked out, he was the first dude to be like, Oh, oh really? you're being kind of quiet now, Darren. Like, you know, so. Yeah, so Shaq. Shaq in a landslide. Well, fuck Piers Morgan then because Darren Till goes in and puts it on the line. Yeah, All yeah. you do is go on Fox News and fucking spout off political bullshit. Yeah, fuck One that, way dude. or the other. Yeah, who, who cares? <laughs> All right. And then uh, Charles Barkley versus Paulie D. Who's that? One of them Jersey Shore. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to take Chuck. Yeah, I'll take Chuck. I'm going to take Chuck for a while. I think Chuck going to go far in this tournament. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. Well, that, Ch- Chuck will bang, well, son. You just said you saw Shaq throw a punch. That's who it was on, right? Yeah, I seen him. Actually, Brad Miller is the one I'm talking about. Brad Miller, when he's looking at him, he comes from behind and threw the girliest, biggest yeah. punch you'll ever see. I equate it to like, yeah, Tim Tebow can throw a football. 
but it looks shitty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Shack him to a punch, but it looks yeah, shitty. Oh, yeah. No form. No elbows not behind it. It's yeah. Just, but he's 7'1 and 350. Yeah. He if he connects, he'll murder you. Yeah. Got a fucking hand like my foot. But I'm not mistaken. Shaq and Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, has... Barkley double-legged him. Okay. Fucking took him down, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shit, he's already got that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling that. All right. Chuck was an athlete then, too. He's not now. <laughs> but. James Corden, don't know who. Yeah, he yeah, is. dude. Um, he does the late night, the late late show or some oh, shit. Oh, he's one of those. He's going to have Baker on. They like fucking filling their faces with ostriches. Oh, yeah, and shit. yeah. He's a British guy too. Yeah, yeah. I yes. actually like him. He's hilarious. Yellow hair, uh, oh, yellow hair, orange, like yeah. little hair. All right, he's fighting CT. Is that CT Fletcher? Good night. <laughs> is that poor James Corden? It doesn't say CT yeah, Fletcher. Yeah, it, it says does. CT. That's CT. We'll, we'll make believe it is, even if it ain't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm see, I'm gonna it. take Fletch, even though he's an old man. But I guarantee you, if he gets mitts on you, if you cut his head off, you wouldn't think he's an old man. No, no, <laughs> that's about twenty four. Dude, if I can straight out the pen, that dude is fucking huge. Yeah, he is. All right, now we're down into the wild card uh, region. All right, Dan Bilzerian, he's that uh, rich millionaire ass Instagram that hangs out dude, with, like, seventeen banging ass dimes yeah. at one time. You'll see him on a yacht with him and a bunch of banging ass chicks and nobody else. He goes down to Mexico to get shit stem cells shot in his bloodstream. Yeah. <laughs> That dude. Yeah. He's living it. Yeah, that dude. Okay. So that's who he is, just so for anybody who doesn't know. If you Google him, you're just going to see pictures of him. Dude, with, Google image Dan Vlasarian. I guarantee you're going to see pictures of a bunch of hot-ass chicks. And machine and, guns. Yeah. <laughs> and a yacht. Yeah, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's fighting CM Punk. I'm going to say Punk gets him there. I know, because Punk does have jujitsu. And if you have jujitsu, you can usually beat a guy on the street. Even if that guy is in good shape, I also know Punk's in good shape. You know, so He's in there getting his ass beat by Paul Felder and shit on a weekly basis at the Duke. So I'm going to say that he's used to yeah. dudes that can whoop his ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're hanging out with Paul Felder. And you're, <laughs> he's going to be tougher than anybody else you run into. So I'll take Punk, too. All right, uh, Barack Obama versus Tiger Woods. Woo! I think I gotta take Tiger. I gotta man. take Tiger too, man. I've yeah. seen that dude hit a golf He's ball. He's an athlete. Be <laughs> <laughs> crazy, Barry put it on him. Uh, Barack comes out with oh, that that length. And you're starts... gonna like his next one, dude. All right, what we got? Vladimir Putin versus Alex Jones. I gotta go Putin. <laughs> yeah, because I he's gotta a, go Putin. He's I'm... a judo black belt. He's the head of the KGB. Um, he assassinates people in broad daylight who who uh, talk shit. I... I, yeah, dude. He, I mean, he's he's but and he's also like he's like their fucking Roosevelt. Yeah, he's out there on horses, fucking no shirt on. Like, yeah, he's you, you know when you but Alex Jones is crazy as fuck. You can't knock crazy out. No. Crazy stays awake. <laughs> so I do, dude. I would love that matchup. I gotta go Putin though. Yeah, I go with Putin too because he's a judo black, but he hangs out with Fedor. I don't know. I'm guessing he's pretty tough. He's yeah. got Fedor's respect. I mean, yeah. shit. What do you got to do to get that? <laughs> All right, but I just love that matchup, uh, him versus Alex Jones. That's that's hilarious to me. I'd rather see. You know, would have been a better matchup. Would have been Piers Morgan versus Alex Jones because they've already had it out. Yeah, how they had beef? Yeah, yeah. The gun thing. Uh, the, the remember uh, Rogan talking about Ben Shapiro uh, humiliating Piers Morgan on yeah. his show. That was one week after Piers Morgan had Alex Jones on the very next week. Yeah, yeah, and he it was easy to make Alex look stupid. He'll do it for you. Yeah, he'll step up for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fun fact: Shapiro's on Rogan today. Oh wow. Okay. Um, 
Logan Paul versus Nick Cannon. I don't know who Logan Paul is. Uh, he's an internet dude, blonde hair. He's actually fought a few times. Oh, he's fought? Yeah, but like bullshit, like other fucking YouTube fucking personalities, not like not fist fights. Just yeah, yeah, but he was a wrestler people. in high school. Like he's he looked he looked like he could fight, but he's a dumbass. I tell you what, I don't think Nick Cannon could fight at all in my book. I mean, what the fuck's that guy ever done, man? Wilding out that show. Yeah, to where I know him from. Yeah, he's a crazy uh, he person. He dated but yeah. Mariah Carey for a while. They're One married. Thing, okay, yeah. I think they're still married. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, she's a cunt, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. She's hot. I'll, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll take say. that young blonde kid, Logan Paul. Yeah. Just because I don't have any confidence in, um, in Nick Cannon. Um, Johnny Sims versus Billy McFarlane. I don't know either one of those guys. Neither do I. They're in the wild card. I like the name McFarlane. I'm going to go McFarlane. I don't know that dude. I'll go Sims just to uh, just make it interesting. Just to be different. I don't want to pick the same one as you every time. Um, Smitty Barstool versus Ninja. Is that Ninja? Ninja's from, the, the gamer. Uh, oh, it's not Ninja from. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's the gamer. The yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the the gamer. He's super popular. He's like one of the. They consider him a competitive athlete because people are dumb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's like the most famous one. Okay. And I have no idea who Smitty Barstow is. They do for Barstow Sports. Okay. I, I don't know him, so I can't, yeah, I yeah. can't speak to it. Uh, uh, I'll take Ninja because he's got the cooler name. Fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> fuck yeah, he does. And, uh, oh, you'll like this one. Mike Tomlin versus Dana White. I'll take Dana because I know Dana trained. He's boxed. He's boxed Pat Militich before. He used to run a boxing gym. He trained in uh, Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu with a former UFC fighter. Um, so I will take Dana over Mike Tomlin. Um, neither guy have great personalities, but I know who you like less. Yeah. Fuck Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And, and I, oh, I've always, I remember when Dana was supposed to have a sparring match against Tito yeah, and, and got in shape for it and Tito pulled out. Yes. Now how, who knows how much of that was a stone cold Vince McMahon scheme. But at the same time, like, I know that Dana does train and Dana's yeah. been in shape. And I know Dana's, like, you'll see him every now and again. He gets in spurts where he gets in super shape yeah, he does. to be on TV. And mm-hmm. you know, he's on all the TRT. And, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. I'll take Dana. Yeah. Because fuck Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, Michael Phelps versus Chim- Kim Jong-un. That's an easy one. Yeah, Phelps. Michael Phelps. Phelps will smoke him. He will smash that little fat ass, Yeah, dude. you can imagine the cardio will, on Mike look, Phelps. Here's a, I'll go as far as this. I'll whoop Kim Jong-un's ass. I will. Careful. We're going to get bombed now. I know. I know. <laughs> North Koreans come kidnap me and interrogate me tonight. Okay. So but this podcast is getting out there like, yeah, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Now we're on the Grammy the Grammy side of the bracket now. Uh, the game versus Ed Sheeran. The game. Game's gonna fuck him up. I was gonna say, man. I actually seen Ed Sheeran last night in an episode of Game of Thrones. He's on the first episode of season seven. He's like the dude, the redhead dude singing. He fucks actually. He fucks the whole thing up. Arya's on her way to kill the queen, yep. and she runs upon those dudes, and then she ends up finding out. You know, oh, so he, she's part of that that group of dudes that's by the fire. That, yeah, he's the one they, singing. I thought the whole time I think they were going to try to rape her, because that's how Game of su- Thrones is. Yeah, they're actually it, super nice to her, yeah, give her a rabbit and nothing shit. Nothing happens. They let her eat. And, uh, I like the whole time I'm thinking they're like going to try to do something horrible. Because why not? Why everything else in that show happens yeah, like that? Why yeah. like nope? Just just good Samaritans. Yeah, she's on her way to kill the queen. Says that to him. Yeah, all and they and all shit. die. Like, Happened, yeah. So Ed Sheeran, he's getting fucked and smoked by the game, though. Yeah, the game's like a gangster, right? Like he's a big dude too. He's yeah. little, and he, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. he's on par with 50 Cent. I remember them being in videos together, and they're like, you know. Um, oh, man. Riff Raff versus Drake, man. Fucking, you know who Riff Raff is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God. Yeah, he's been in some Action Bronson up. videos. I'll take him up because he's in mad shape, dude. Like, he works out. He is jacked, that Riff Raff dude. But, man, he's so goofy. Like, yeah, his facial hair alone. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, uh, fuck Drake, going up though. against Drake. Yeah, Drake's, fuck Drake. Drake's feminine, man. Like, he is, and he's, every time he goes to root for a team, they lose. I, I have to believe he's cursed. Okay. I have to believe he's cursed. Uh, Justin Bieber versus Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa trains, bro. Okay. I would have took him anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be trains. hard. You, dude, I might take Pee Wee Herman over Justin Bieber. I mean, like. That'd be a better matchup. Be a I think, I think Khalifa trains kickboxing and shit. He's going to fuck him up. Yeah. Khalifa might be a dark horse making it out of that region. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Oh, no, I fucked that up. Uh, I, I messed up. It, it's future verse. Uh. It's future versus Justin Bieber. My bad. I don't have future, but I, I still got to take him. I'll take him over Justin Bieber, like I said. Yeah, then yeah. Wiz Khalifa is taking on Steve Akoi. A-O-K-I. Yeah, um, Aoki. Aoki, okay. Yeah, he's a famous uh, DJ. That's what I know about him. I'll I don't know any of his Wiz work. since you just told yeah, me Yeah, yeah, dude, he trains. He trains. Okay. Chris Brown versus Soldier Boy. I know Chris Brown can beat up a bitch. He's yeah. done that. Yeah, he put it on Rihanna, son. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's got them hands, bro. Yeah. Soldier Boy's music's the worst shit ever. I mean, it's... it's yeah, just based on that, I got to go the other way. And I don't like Chris Brown's nah, music his, either. No, he's R&B. He's, at least I like Soldier Boy's... Uh, genre. Genre, but his his version of that genre sucks dick, but whatever. I'll take Chris Brown. At least I know he's beating somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah. It was a he's, been in, he's been in altercations. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh... Blake Shelton versus Adam Levine. I'm going to take Blake because he's bigger. No other reason. And Adam Levine's feminine. Yeah, I saw I've, uh, this year my wife and my daughter watched the Super Bowl show. They were more interested about the halftime show. So I left at halftime and came back up and he was still performing. Mad feminine. Shirt off. Yeah. And my wife was like, you know, if I found out he was gay, wouldn't surprise me. Nah, I was like, yeah. yeah. He hits all them high notes, you know. Yeah, but- yeah. So, yeah, I don't. If for some reason I let Robert Plant get away with it, I'm like, ah, he ain't gay, but uh, everybody else that's like that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, next one, uh, Travis Barker versus Nick Jonas. I'll go with Travis Barker. Barker. He's he survived a plane crash. He's a drummer. And he's a drummer, yep. He's vascular as shit. Yeah, dude, name, name a fat drummer. They're hard. You're not really going for my Most of them are pretty shredded, right, guys? Hey, you drums. think like Tommy Lee back in the day, dude. Absolutely, man. See every muscle on that dude. Yeah, man. Absolutely, yeah. So, um... All right, well, I, I did... Uh, what was the last one? Travis Barker, Nick, Nick Jonas? Yeah. All right. 50 Cent versus Pitbull. I'll go with 50. 50 is jacked. I know Pitbull's a, a, not a little dude, but I never see him. I'm, I always see him in like sh- uh, suits and shit. I never see him like, man, 50, his second album, The Massacre on the cover. Like a bodybuilder. God damn, that dude was <laughs> massive. And they did some kind of cartoon illustrations that made him even look bigger. I don't give a shit, man. 50 Cent is. Yeah, to, even if you, because I know he was on shit. Yeah, put in the work. Yeah. You know? No, dude, every ab on him. I mean, his neck, his chest. I mean, 50 was jacked, man. So I'll go with 50 just on that. And 
if Pitbull was Jack, he'd be showing that shit off like every other rapper does. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, ever with your shirt off with a big chain, you know, like he's always got like a, a suit on, like a scarface. He's always playing that uh, and talk about some shitty music. I was about dude. to say, yeah. I'm, I don't know, I didn't like Fetty. Yeah, but Pit, Pitbulls, at least 50 raps, dude. Dude, those, like, those fucking memes, it's like you go to hell and Pitbulls, first person you see, and goes, what single mind do you want to hear yeah. now? Like that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah. I feel about Pitbull. That shit's terrible. I'm with you. What, what seed is 50 in this? He's a two seed. That makes sense. Oh, I should have been naming that off this whole time, man. They do got the seeds down, but we're yeah. way too far. We're on the last bracket now, the Hollywood bracket. All right. So, so oh, The Rock, a one seed. I totally get it. And he's going up against Kevin Hart, a six seed. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You know what's funny is they were They're the dudes. same person in one movie. Or no, they weren't. I was wrong. I was thinking they were the same person in the new Jumanji. They weren't. I was thinking when The Rock, it's not. The Jock becomes Kevin Hart and the Dork becomes The Rock. That's how yeah. it was like flip-flopped, you know. But Yeah, The Rock's going to go far in this Oh, time. The Rock is smashing Kevin Hart for sure. Michael B. Jordan versus Sly Stallone. Now, see, now, if it was prime to prime, I'm going Sly. I'm still going Sly. I can't. I got to. I can't. i seen Michael B.'s hands. I know. I but know. if it was prime to prime, My Sly, heart goes with Sly, Sly would might be the one seed if he was in his prime. Dog, he was fucking... On it. Look, man. Train. Nate Poe made a great point. Got a Nate Poe. Nate Poe mentioned that. Nate Poe, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Poe. He said something that'll always stick out to me. He's like, look, dude. He's like, he was Rocky and Rambo. Like, great point. Yeah, he's going to be hard to fucking do. <laughs> That's a great point, dude. I wish I could say it. I can't take it. I got to take Michael B. Jordan because it's yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah. And not 1989. Yeah. 89, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Sly to fuck up Arnold. Yeah, I think so too, man. Sly, you ever like seen Sly hit a speed bag? I mean, yeah, he's they, got skill, look, dude. Here's the thing: they couldn't fake that in '76. Uh, and yeah, he had to learn that shit. I actually watched him in Apollo Creed sparring session. Him and Carl Weathers the other day, dude. Fuck, oh, I'll take Carl Weathers over the, all these dudes. Oh yeah, dude, Carl Weathers. He dude, could he, he could was, have been a boxer. Dude, that dude's footwork, his absolutely. hands, his length. Yeah, like when his jab, when he throw it out there, that shit looked great, man. Yeah, and. This, even, this looks even, like the funnest bracket to Even me. more impressive. Okay. Uh, Jason Statham versus Zach Efron. I'm taking Statham. Yeah, I'm man. taking he Statham. Ninja St he yeah. was in the movie Crank. He was an Olympic level athlete before he was in really? movies. He was on the Olympic, uh, the British dive team. He's, he's an athlete. Yeah, I never would have known. Yeah, I think 84 Olympics. When I started seeing him in all those action movies, 80, I was like. 88, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I started seeing him in all those uh, action. You got to. Uh, I started seeing him in all those action movies, and I was like, "Huh, the guy from Snatch is like an action star." Like it was weird. Yeah, his first in the in Lockstock in the opening scenes, he does a backflip. Like, yeah, so yeah, he's, he's pretty a, athletic. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I can't say nothing good about Zac Efron. I mean, I, never I do get some shape. I've seen yeah. him in some movies where he's in shape, but that ain't but enough. That's about it. Yeah. Stay from a bust out ass. All right. Um, Chris Hemsworth versus Chris Pratt. Good matchup, dude. I'm taking Pratt. Who's the higher seed? Um. Oh, Chris Hemsworth by a lot. He's a fourth seed. Pratt's a thirteen. Dude, upset alert! Uh, Pratt's a wrestler. I've seen yeah. him roll with Nogueira. I'm taking what? Pratt. I'm Pratt taking with Nogueira. Yes, I'm taking Pratt. Yeah. I well, then you won me over with that, man. It's Chris Hemsworth. No, I'm I'm thinking of the wrong. He's one like he's related to Thor. Right? He is Thor. Oh, okay. He is no, Thor. he's a big dude. Well, there's a bunch of those fuckers, man. There's like a Luke. Uh, there's like. 
three or four of them. Hemsworth and dude, boys. you see him go nose to nose. Proud. I mean, Hemsworth's bigger than Proud, but not by a lot. Yeah. Oh, that part is hilarious. By the way, <laughs> that that particular <laughs> yeah. scene, like he's like, I'm not mocking him. This is how I talk. <laughs> but I know that he's a, he was a wrestler growing up, wrestled in college, and and like I've seen him roll with Nagara. Like it wasn't. I'm sure Nagara wasn't trying to kill him. Uh, I'm sure yeah. it was. I bet it wasn't competitive. But I'm I'm still he was. I got you. I'm still taking I'm taking hey, Chris Pratt. If you're over there hanging out with those dudes. Star-Lord beats Thor in a real fight. I said it here. Yeah, okay. That's that's interesting too that they paired those two up. Okay. Um Ooh. Ooh, this is a good one. Wesley Snipes, a 6 seed. Uh, he should be a higher seed than that Jeez. by the way. Wesley Snipes versus Mark Wahlberg, 11 seed. Mark's got hands. I know. I heard Mickey Ward say it. Yeah, Mark's got hands, bro. He really trained boxing for years for that role. Years, not yeah. like six months getting shape. Like you could tell when he hit pads. Remember that time me and you grabbed pads at that day? Yeah, or, dude. We were like, like fucking fourth graders, <laughs> and we watched the shit out of fighting. <laughs> you know, man, I'm, I'm I gotta I gotta take Wesley Snipes though. Yeah, I I'm, know he's he's a, a trained, I know a trained martial artist. Yeah, um, he is. He is now. How much of that, you know, like his Opie was trying to say one time, he's like, he has his own kind of martial arts that he made. It's like, okay, he could say that. Bruce Lee? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, man. All right, settle down with that. (laughs) We just mentioned Poe and Opie. We're fucking... (laughs) It was uh, when, uh, this is how long ago this was. This was when the rumor of Joe fighting Wesley was. This Joe Rogan fighting Wesley. That's like, that's what brought it up. We were talking about it. Yeah, no. no. Uh, I'm still going to go Wesley, man. I'll go Wesley Snipes too because I know that he has uh, the background, formal uh, training, and man. he's a good athlete. Man, white men can't jump. He's a baller in that movie. Yeah. Him and Woody Harrelson. I mean, you could definitely tell Woody could ball, right? But I know he's from Indiana. He looks like he could be Larry Bird's cousin. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, all right, uh, Terry Crews versus Hugh Jackman. I'll take Terry Crews. Yeah, I gotta take Terry Crews. Hugh Jackson is Hugh Jackman is. Way too feminine for me. In real life, he when is. When he's not playing Wolverine. Yeah. Like, Anytime he's not playing Wolverine, he's not yeah. the same Or, or in Chappie, he was pretty... Like, yeah, he, I yeah. used to think that's who he was. But he was beating up nerds. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <In that movie. laughs> Good point, he was. <laughs> he had a mullet and short shorts. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, Terry, Terry Crews. I, I mean, Terry Crews might be Dark Horse. That. What, what's, his, what's his seed? Uh, Terry he, Crews. He's a three seed. Okay. Yeah, if you told me Terry Crews fighting a rock, I might have to take Terry Crews. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be tough. Uh, I know one thing: Terry Crews was an NFL player. I know Rock Division One played for Miami, but that's not the same as playing. He also got cut from the CFL too. Exactly. Terry Crews made an NFL team. So, um, Keanu Reeves versus Ryan Gosling. I'm saying Keanu Reeves. I'll take Keanu because he played. He's Neo. John Wick too, yeah, man. That dude treats you. See, I ain't seen none of those. He yet. for real trains though. Like okay. uh, those are legitimate. Yeah, yeah. He's a black belt. In I'll the say future. Ryan Gosling's the better actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unless you want a guy to not talk, then Keanu's your dude. If yeah. he has to, like put dialogue in, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. just not believable. Yeah, go watch The Devil's Advocate. I swear to God, he's reading off cue cards that yeah. somebody's holding up for him. His, his southern accent was garbage. And then you, you flash to Al Pacino and Charlize Theron. They're killing it in that movie. Yeah. They carry that movie, man. Like, All right. Um, last one. Um, John Cena versus Channing Tatum. I'm taking John Cena, dude. I watched John Cena pick up the big show and Edge. Who's, who's Cena getting fighting in this one? Uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 
And Channing Tatum's a big dude. He, you know, yeah. he, he uh, was in that movie Foxcatcher, so I'm sure he did a little grappling in that movie. Cena was the second seed, by the way, in that bracket. Oh man, you got you got uh, the first matchup. It was a uh, Rogan versus Hawani. Oh, it was Joe Rogan. I couldn't see because of the. Yeah, yeah, I have to pull it down. Yeah, Joe's a one seed too. Oh, and I'm taking Joe all the way. I'm taking Joe for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's Joe versus Shannon Sharp. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I got to take Joe on that, man. But I'll take Joe over Shannon Sharp. Joe, Joe is. Yeah, that's is Shannon that, that, gonna be that, able to even touch kick. Joe. That sidekick's gonna be nasty. That sidekick, the the, and if they do uh, snatch up, I'm taking Joe all the way, man. Joe might be my favorite to win the entire. Yeah, no, I'm looking. Game. I'm looking at it now. Like you got the Rock, um, Terry Crews. Terry These Cruz. are gonna be tough outs. Just size. Size yeah. matters. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Shit. Joe's fucking up the fucking Grammy region. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at, um, yeah, the wild card region. He's running. He's going to have the hardest time getting out of his region and then the Hollywood region. Because Hollywood region's got some fucking dudes in it, man. Yeah, it does. I mean, John Cena's a real person who fucking really can do shit. Who, like, John Cena. And Keanu Reeves, man. Keanu Reeves is slick. Seven seed, too. That's fucking insane. I guarantee it. John Cena is the strongest person in that entire thing. Just yeah. strength-wise. He literally put the big show uh, on his back and Edge at the same time, dude. Edge has probably got to be, what, 240? And he was wearing jean shorts. Yeah, yeah. Got to say that. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps up this one, man. That was round one. We're going to do round two on our next podcast. Yeah, dude. We got to keep this shit going. Yeah, that was fun. So we'll get this shit written out, and then we'll, we'll keep it going. So yeah. All right, man. Thanks for rocking with us, man. That was a that was yeah. a pretty good rundown, bro. Yeah, it was a lot was. of fucking fun. So we'll get back at you, man. Hit us up. Listen to our other podcasts. We got Full Contact Radio available fucking everywhere. This one's available. So yeah. all right. Till next time, fuckers. Peace out.